Now time for the BCHL Podcast, presented by Subway. Here's Finn Williams to end the game to the floor. Yeah. He scores! There's a backdoor play. What a goal! Zach Michaelis! Rolling puck in front. Tied up in skate. Rowan Clark with a heroic save. My goodness, Rowan Clark. What did you eat for pregame? Real balls, real shoot scores! Patrick for Nick Real. Donaldson driving the goal, wrapping around. He scores! Brilliant goal by Sean Donaldson. Schleppi to the goal. Once again, he scores! Oh my word, Tyler Schleppi with a dandy! Three on one. A move. Vito back to a move. What a save by May. Coming across with the left leg. My goodness. Hey there. Welcome to the BCHL podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. We're back with a fresh episode for you, and we have two great interviews on deck. But before we get to that, I would like to remind everyone that the BCHL podcast is presented by Subway. Subway is a longtime partner of the BC Hockey League, and we thank them for their continued support. All right, on today's show, we speak with the two top scorers in the BCHL. First up, we chat with West Kelowna Warriors forward and BCHL first star of the month, Felix Trudeau. And we also have Salmon Arm Silverbacks forward, Simon Tassi, who is the league's leading scorer. Before we get to those interviews, I just wanted to provide a quick update on the BCHL schedule. Uh, There have been numerous changes to the schedule due to travel issues and highway closures. So uh, the league has had to move a few games around to avoid those issues. Uh, So you can check at bchl.ca for the most up-to-date schedule. And the team that has been hit the hardest by this is the Merritt Centennials because of the flooding in the Nicola Valley. Uh, But the good news is the Centennials will be returning home this weekend. They are set to play in front of the home fans on Friday night, which is tonight, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, So we are thrilled to be back in Merritt and to have the team back at home and playing in front of those great fans. All right, moving on, let's get to our interviews. As I mentioned earlier, our first interview is with West Kelowna Warriors forward Felix Trudeau. Trudeau is the recent November first star of the month in the BCHL. Uh, He led all BCHL players in goals in the month of November with 11. uh, And he recently was on a 14-game point streak, which has allowed him to jump into second place in league scoring. We had a great chat with Trudeau and covered a wide range of topics, uh, including his time playing in the BCHL in the fall season last year, and then moving on to play in the Maritime Hockey League while the BCHL was shut down. And of course, his return this year, the Warrior season so far, and his future at the University of Maine. All right, Felix, you were the BCHL's first star of the month for November. Uh, you had 11 goals, 19 points in 11 games. Uh, obviously, you were, you were red hot during the month. What do you think was working so well for you uh, in November? I mean, you know, uh, I think I'm just trying to do the right things uh, every single day uh, during practice and stuff. And uh, even during games, uh, you know, couldn't do it without my teammates either. You know, just put some puck on nets and uh, good things happen. You've actually been probably the most consistent player in the BCHL so far this year too. You had uh, at least one point in 17 of 18 games before last night. You were on a 14 game point streak. Uh, So how do you think you've been able to maintain that production night in and night out? I mean, you know, like uh, I was trying not to think of 
about it too much, but like, I think just do like, like I said, like simple things, you know, put the pucks behind the demons and uh, just try to find my teammates. That's, uh, it, it was working pretty well. And unfortunately last night it, uh, it got stopped, but I'll, I'll be right back at it tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I don't know if you pay close attention to these things. I know you're probably aware of it, but you're now the second leading scorer in the league. You're only four points out of uh, first place in scoring. Is that anything you really pay close attention to? I, I know you don't go out there with the goal of being the top scorer in the league. You're just concentrating on, on doing what it takes to win the game. But is it something that you pay attention to a little bit and maybe would like to accomplish as a goal? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you always look at you look at it a little bit, but like like you said, it's always uh, the main thing is always to win games. And like, if uh, you know, if I get points and we lose, like obviously, uh, I'll be more pissed because uh, I want we have such a good team this year, and I want us to win. So, yeah, you know, like I said, a little bit, but like not too much. So you're technically in your first year in the BCHL, but that's not entirely accurate since you played for the Warriors last year during uh, the extended training camp season. What did you learn about the BCHL uh, during that short time last year? Um, it's a pretty skilly, you know, fast. Last year I was, uh, I came out of prep school, so I think I wasn't that much ready for like, you know, the physical part of the game. So like I, I got way more stronger this summer to be, to be ready this year and uh, i think it's been going good doing good right now yeah yeah you were you were in prep school in the u.s i know you played in quebec before that um so why did you end up uh, deciding to come out west and play in the bchl i mean you know i have a couple of my buddies who who play here uh, that i knew uh, that played here the year before and uh you know i just heard good stuff about it i was supposed to go back to Northwood for a second year because of you know covid and stuff last year i think uh, the best choice for me was to come playing uh the bchl like you know the best junior a league before uh jumping into the ncaa because of covid and unfortunately we didn't play so uh, yeah that's why i came back and i was pretty excited too yeah and i know you uh back in last year going back to that fall season again you played with uh, the warriors <laughs> captain elon barlov wise during that stint and you're, you're back playing with him again this year so what is it about playing with him that seems to be working so well for both of you two I mean, you know, like it's, it's not only on the ice, it's, uh, it's off the ice too. We're so close. I think it's all, it all started there. Like, you know, we're probably like best buddies off the ice and uh, we're always hanging to, uh, with each other. So like, and on the ice, we're just, you know, I think it's just a good fit. Like he, we always find each other and, uh, we know we're not selfish. Like, we know, like we just both want to do, to have success. And, uh, that's, I think how we got it, uh, you know, put some puck on that, like I said, and the good things happen. Yeah. How do you think that that bond off the ice? I know you two are close. How do you think that translates into on ice success? Is it just a matter of knowing each other or being familiar with each other? How do, how does that work on the ice? Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I think it's, uh, like I said, it all starts, uh, off the ice and, uh, we're so close, you know, even off the ice after games, we all, we always call each other to talk about like, what what things we did good and what things we did bad to to improve for the next game and that's why i think uh, we've been doing good and uh, it helps a lot to talk after games and stuff like that so last year when it became clear the bchl was going to be shut down for a while uh you ended up playing for amherst of the maritime hockey league uh after the the, the bchl did shut down so uh, how was that experience for you playing there and also knowing that you were playing in one of the only leagues in canada that was really up and running I mean, to be honest, like I, I left probably like, uh, 
I would say five days before they announced there was a pot season. So at the start, it was kind of, you know, not disappointed, but like a little bit sad of like leaving, like, you know, all my, all my good friends uh, behind. And, uh, I wished I could have stayed here, but like, it was actually a good experience, you know, uh, discovered another part of uh, Canada and, uh, yeah, you know, played a couple, uh, I think 10 regular season games before it got canceled too, but it was a fun time down there. Yeah. So you're obviously back with West Kelowna this year uh, and s- several other players who were with the team last year in the fall that left uh, like you to for playing time around the new year and then returned this season. So why do you think so many of those players, including yourself, wanted to come back to West Kelowna after being there last year and leaving for playing time, but then deciding to come back again? I mean, I think, uh, you know, uh, they had a tough year two years ago and uh, the new organization is just like, it's just so good. You know, all the, all the boys uh, are, uh, you know, it's a good bonding and uh, we all, we're all good friends. I think uh, with uh, Simon, what he did, uh, Simon and the, and uh, John Dorner and Rod, you know, they did such a good, uh, a good, a good effort to put, uh, to put a good team. And uh, I think that's why we all came back because we knew we would have a good team this year. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are, are proving that so far that you do have a good team. You're, uh, si- sorry, 13 and 6 in your first 19 games. Uh, you're sitting in third place in the Interior Conference. Uh, what's the feeling around this team this year, and what do you think you can accomplish? Well, I think we can accomplish a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, we're, we're a really good team. Like I said, I need, I think uh, the last few games was a little harder with us, but I, I'm sure we're good enough to get back on track and uh, win more games. Yeah, then I want to go a little off the board with a question here. I know uh, doing some research from this, I've been told that you're a big uh, fan of Tom Brady, uh, the the uh, superstar NFL quarterback, probably the the best quarterback to ever play in the NFL. Um, so where where does that love for Tom Brady come from? Uh, how did you become such a good fa- uh, big fan of his? I like you know I'm not a huge football fan, but like knowing like I've I've been watching always you know. I've been watching playoffs and, you know, he's always, he's always at the Super Bowl and just looking at him, like his story, you know, like he, he came from nowhere, you know, like I think a seventh round pick or something like that. And, uh, he's now, he's the greatest of all time. And, you know, it's on and off the ice too. He takes, he takes care of his body off the ice and that's why he's doing so good on the ice too. So I think it's a great example and that's why I really like him. Yeah. Is that something that maybe you can apply to yourself and see in yourself and maybe a a similar trajectory? How do you apply that to your, uh, your career and your life? Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it's just, it's a model for me. Like it, it's, it's obvious, especially, you know, like how he put the works in the gym and that's what I'm trying to do. Cause if, if you don't work, off uh obvious like obvious he's doing the work and uh if i do the same thing uh, it's gonna translate on, on the ice too so that's why i'm doing it do you think the bucks are gonna win the super bowl again this year well i wish it would be great it would be great to see a brady win another time i know people uh people hate him but like i really like him so uh perfect so I'll, I'll just finish up with a couple questions about uh college hockey so you're committed to the university of maine um why was that school the best fit for you um, you know, I, I've, uh, I visited after my, uh, my first year at Northwood and I just fell in love right away. Uh, I think, uh, especially like the atmosphere in the rank when I saw the first game, it was, it was awesome. It was just so nice. So like that, that's the main thing. And campus is really nice and it's not too far from home. So like, yeah, I just fell in love with it. 
And then last question, I know you, you got work to do here in, in West Kelowna and in the BCHL, but uh, whenever you do make that jump to college hockey, how excited are you to, to move up to the next level and, and start uh, your NCAA career? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really excited. I know this step is big, but I'll, I'll do everything and uh, I'll do everything to, uh, to adapt myself to the next level and be ready for next year. Yeah. Great. Well, Felix, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, congrats on all your success so, so far this year and best of luck going forward. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. What would you call a new crispy chicken sidekick made by Subway sandwich experts? With seasoned chicken breast free from artificial flavors, a crispy golden brown coating, and freshly prepared just for you? At Subway, we call it the complete package. Introducing our new crispy chicken sidekick. Only $3.99. Only at Subway. And only here for a limited time. Subway. Eat fresh. Freshly prepared for your order. Limited time at participating restaurants. Extras additional plus tax. Huge thank you to Felix Trudeau for joining the podcast. All right, moving on to our second interview, we speak with the BCHL's leading scorer, Simon Tassie from the Salmon Arm Silverbacks. Tassie is now in his third BCHL season after breaking into the league in 2019-20, and he's seen his production increase year after year. He had 17 points in 51 games as a rookie. In 2020-21, in the pod season, he led the Vernon pod with 27 points, led the BCHL in goals with 18. And this year, in just 19 games, he's equaled or surpassed his totals from the pod season. Uh, So far, he has 18 goals, 13 assists and 31 points and that puts him right at the top of the scoring list and uh, tops in goals as well. Tassie is committed to Minnesota State University so we chat about uh, his commitment there and that process. Uh, We also talk about his journey through the BCHL uh, coming out west as a Montreal Quebec native and much much more. So let's hear what Simon Tassie had to say. All right, Simon. So I uh, just want to actually start at the beginning of your BCHL career. So uh, you're from Montreal. I know you played uh, most of your youth hockey in Eastern Canada. What l- led to your decision to come out to the BCHL a, a few years ago? Uh, I played um, at, a, at a school uh, in Halifax in Newbridge Academy. And uh, towards the end of the year, the coaches uh, talked to me. And honestly, yeah, I thought it was a, a good fit uh, to come play in summer now. So I just decided to come here. Did you know much about the league before joining? You mentioned talking to some coaches out there, but did you have much knowledge about the BCHL before you actually came out here? Uh, to be honest, not really. I wasn't like too aware about like all the junior A leagues and uh, uh, just like on that, like towards the end of uh, my last year of uh, playing prep hockey, uh, I just decided to come here. So you broke into the league as a rookie in 2019-20. Uh, what was that transition like for you making the jump into junior A hockey? Um, uh, the first part of the season, honestly, was, uh, pretty difficult for me. I think, uh, like it was a, a huge step, but, uh, I think, uh, I found my game towards like, uh, the end of my rookie season, but yeah, no, I, I think the first couple of months uh, were pretty difficult. So in that first year, were there some guys that you maybe leaned on as a rookie? I know you had some veteran guys on the team, uh, who have gone on to have success in the NCAA, a guy like Akito Hiroshi comes to mind. Were there players that, that helped you out that first year for you? Oh yeah, uh, like uh, like Akira was uh, honestly like 
probably the best uh, defenseman I've ever played with. He's, uh, he's, he was so good. So he was like so easy to look up to. Just like seeing those guys like uh, Will Poirier, a guy from Quebec, just seeing like how hard he worked like uh, in the gym on the ice and just how like he was uh, pretty, uh, the guy I looked up to, the most to. Yeah, and I guess it's probably not surprising for you to see a guy like Akito have so much success in the NCAA, hey? Yeah, yeah, no, he, he's a really a special talent. Yeah. Uh, so then in your second year in the league, that was uh, a pretty strange season for everybody. It was the COVID shortened season. We had the, the extended training camp in the fall and then the pod season in the spring. Uh, but that was somewhat of a breakout year for you. You led the league with 18 goals in 20 games. Uh, you led the Vernon pod in scoring. You were the pod MVP. Uh, what do you think contributed to that uh, jump in production for you? Uh, I think like uh, practicing uh, that much uh, helped me just like being more uh, consistent like uh, for, for the games. I think like the coaches really helped us stay focused throughout the year, even though we didn't play for I don't know how many months uh, be, like uh, from Christmas to uh, the pot season. But yeah, I think like the coaches uh, were a big part of that. And what what did the coaches do to kind of make sure you guys stay sharp? Was it just uh, consistent work throughout practice? What what do you think it was specifically that helped you guys um, when you were practicing? Yeah, they they made sure we we stayed in uh, in shape uh, in the gym and just like our practices were were really hard. Like uh, for like all five practices, like, like the entire week was hard. Like the comp level was really high, so it felt like we were playing games even though we weren't. So you played on a pretty dynamic line in the pod season. You were with Noah Serdakny, who's your teammate again this year, and also played with Sullivan Mack, who's moved on to play college hockey. Uh, you guys uh, formed a, a pretty solid line there last year. So what was it like playing with those two guys and then having the success that you guys did? Uh, it was uh, it was honestly so easy. Those two guys were were so good uh, with and without the puck. So like yeah, I was just they were finding me uh, anywhere I was uh, on the ice. It was it was, uh, it was really easy. So as part of that pod season, you also earned uh, your Division One scholarship. I believe in May, so it was near the end of the pod season. You committed to Minnesota State University. Uh, leading leading up to your commitment, had you been talking to them much in the past, or was it something that kind of came up pretty quickly because of your play during the pod season? How did that all come together? Uh, I started talking to them at the beginning of the last year, and since like we couldn't really play uh, for about like three months, uh, we we kept like talking uh, about like every other week. But it was just uh, during the pod season that uh, I was able uh, to uh, make the deal. So they've they've been a program on the rise the last few years. They put together a, a really strong team over the past few years. Um, how excited are you to eventually be a part of that uh, part of that program going forward? Yeah, no, I'm really excited. Uh, like you said, like they've been uh, pretty dominant the last uh, the last couple of years, uh, like, and uh, it was really important for me to go somewhere where, where like there was a winning culture. So yeah, though, uh, I'm definitely uh, excited for the future. Yeah, and I guess you'll have a, at least one familiar face in the room there with with Hiroshi there too. That's got to be yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, uh, talked to him uh, before committing there, just uh, saying uh, what was his experience, and uh, he said he really liked it. So no, I'm really pumped. So moving on to this season, you're the, the BCHL's leading scorer right now. You have 31 points in 19 games. Uh, you got the most goals in the league with 18. Uh, you you've you stepped your game up last year for the pod season. We talked about that, but it seems like you found an even higher level this year. Um, what, how do you think you've been able to accomplish that? What do you attribute to your increased success this season? 
Uh, yeah, that's a good question. I think uh, I just had a, a good summer uh, once again. I think like the coaches are making sure I'm not, uh, I'm not thinking like uh, everything's going to come easy. Like they're, they're really hard on me. So, uh, no, I, th- I think, uh, I think, yeah, I think the coaches are a big part of it. Just always, uh, trying to uh, get me better. And we, we talked about Noah Serdakny earlier. Um, he's on your team again this year. I know you've been playing with him. Uh, so what can you say about Noah as a player? And, and what do you think you, t- why do you think you two work so well together? Uh, he, he's so skilled, like uh, offensively his mind, his mind is, it's pretty crazy. Sometimes like, I don't think like he can get me the puck, but it looks like, uh, where I am like on the IC, he manages to just get me the fuck on my tape. It's, uh, he's one of the most skilled players I've ever played with. So no, he, he, he's also a really special talent. And I, I want to also ask you about the team's new look for this season. Um, you, you've gone to the throwback silverbacks logo and changed the color scheme up. There's a lot more purple as, as a main color and uh, I'm not supposed to play favorites here, but they're, 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 they got to be one of the, my favorite jerseys in the league. Now, what do you think about the new look of the team this season? Oh, I know. I, I'm a big fan of uh, the purple jersey. Also like your, your third one, the uh, all black. Uh, no, I think uh, whoever, uh, Chozo's jersey yeah, made a really good job. <laughs> so the team this year, uh, you are 15-3-1 on the season. Uh, your second place in the interior conference. Uh, what are your thoughts when you when you look at the roster and, and how you guys have done so far? What do you think about the team this year? No, I think uh, we can we can do a. Uh like some damage towards the end of the year obviously it's just it's just the start we were pretty happy where we were but we're not like satisfied like we we work uh really hard every week in practice but uh no i'm, I'm really excited uh, to see what we can do this year yeah you, you kind of just touched on it doing damage late in the year but with the way you've started this year i'm sure you guys have championship aspirations in the room uh, how far do you think this team can go this season Oh, we can definitely definitely win uh, the championship. I think we got a really special group, and obviously, it's my last year, so uh, that's definitely what what I want to do. Yeah, that that leads me to my last question here. It is your last year of junior eligibility. Uh, you're you're 20 year old, so uh, you'll be heading off to Minnesota State next year. What do you want to accomplish this year? Maybe from a personal stance to make sure that you're ready to make that jump. What do you think you need to do to make sure that you're ready to go when you start your college career? Uh, I think just being consistent every every game, just bringing uh, the the same type of game uh, every single game. I think that's what's like uh, like the most difficult thing to do uh, as a rookie. And like now it's my third year, so I feel like uh, that's like the main thing I need to do, just being uh, the same player for every game. And to, does the school give you advice on that? Do they give you feedback? Do they say, "Hey, we we want you to work on this this season"? Um, how do those conversations work? And how much input do they have? Yeah, obviously they they uh, talked to me about my game, but I think uh, they tried to uh, let my coaches this year uh, coach me as much as possible. Just try not to interfere too much, but no, they definitely uh, they they give me uh, their input on my game. Perfect. Well, that's all I got for you. So thank you so much for chatting with me, Simon. Really appreciate it. Uh, congrats on on all the success this year, and and uh, best of luck to you and your team going forward. Thank you for having me. That does it for another episode of the BCHL podcast. Uh, Another huge thank you to both of my guests, Simon Tassi, who you just heard from, and Felix Trudeau as well. Uh, As usual, a huge shout out to our producer, Greg Ballack, for putting this thing together behind the scenes. 
And uh, thank you for listening. If you're looking for more BCHL content, head over to bchl.ca. We have regular updates, uh, features, videos, everything you need to stay on top of the league. Uh, And you can also access uh, that stuff and more on our social media channels or on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And we are at BC Hockey League. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Talk to you again soon.